Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the In the Trench podcast. It is Wednesday, August 4th, and this is our first episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm Mason. And I'm Easton. And we're both we're both from Northeast Indiana. <laughs> I'm from Ohio, actually, but I came over here. Uh, been here for a couple years now. I'm actually about to go take on college, but... Yeah, we both are. We just graduated. Uh, figured we have a bunch of spare time now. I, at least until college starts, we're going to try to do this quite often. But fair, why not start a podcast about something we love, and that's sports. Yeah, specifically football. And on the In the Trench podcast, we'll be talking about college football, NFL, just crazy stuff that happens, stats, stuff we just find interesting about those two leagues so but if football isn't quite your style every now and then i am just a sports guy in general so i will have to mention football basketball baseball i'll have to mention them all not too much of a hockey guy so you probably won't hear too much of that from us but yeah well yeah and so like all of other sports are ending right now baseball we still got a little bit but we're getting ready to start getting into the joy of football yeah so we'll start off first with college football, and the other day ESPN released their top 10 power rankings of college football for the preseason. And I haven't, even, I haven't even seen it, and I already bet Alabama's number one. Are they? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, well, we already know who number one is, but we'll start from number 10. They got the North Carolina Tar Heels. The, that's okay. That's a for football. That's a strange. Well, they were pretty good last year. Okay, but, and they do have Sam Howell coming back. I'm, I'm, but, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know who that is. Is he a, is he a stud? He's he's pretty good. Uh, they did lose their star wide receiver to the draft and their star running back to the draft. But hey, we'll have to see. You know, in the tough conference of the ACC, not as not as tough as the SEC, yeah. but you know. So then we go up next. We got the Notre Dame Fighting Irish at nine. At nine. Ooh. I don't they were, know. They were a top, what, 16 last year? They were They were the four seed in the college football playoffs last year. But I don't know about Notre Dame. I mean, I always feel like they're a bit overrated. Yeah. That's my hot take for the day. I mean, they're not even in a conference. Join a conference. Play some real comp. Let's well, go. They had to be in the ACC last year because of COVID. But. Well, yeah, but still. All right. Number eight out of the Pac-12, we got the Oregon Ducks. Okay. I don't know. I just feel like ever since Justin Herbert left the Ducks, I don't really know who they have or like what. Yeah, I last I've heard from the Ducks was Herbert when he came out of college, and I, he he started to be a stud himself. He started to grow into the role of being a starting quarterback in the NFL. Off his rookie year, did pretty good. Yeah. All right, moving on to number seven out of the Big Twelve, the Iowa State Cyclones. I, I don't know. I mean. I don't know. It's Iowa football, you got them big corn-fed boys. I don't know. I mean, that's a, I don't know. Are they really that powerful? Seven? At the seven spot. And then right above them, out of the SEC, Texas A&M. The Texas Aggies. A&M at six. Six, yeah. I don't know. They they did beat Florida last year, but... Texas a and just one of them sneaky teams. They really are. And... Who knows? Maybe, maybe they'll be. They lost Kellen Mond to the draft, though, so I don't know. 
like who they have yeah. at the starting quarterback spot to be up there in the power rankings. Um, I don't really know for sure, but we'll just have to we'll just have to see. Yeah. And then so well, we got the five spot at the five spot. Easton's hometown heroes, the Ohio State Buckeyes. They're at five. They are at five. Huh. So you're telling me in a four-team playoff, Ohio State's not good then. As not of right year. now at the preseason ranking. Well, this, this isn't this isn't like the the top twenty-five. This is power rankings. Yeah, so I know. I don't know, but moving on, number four, Georgia Bulldogs. They're always up there. Never really know how. Georgia's either good or they're not. I don't know. Like, they, and they always disappoint in the playoffs. There's no point in them even being in there. I'm sorry, guys. That, yeah, nah, he's not wrong. <laughs> and then number three, I don't know why they're not number two, but Clemson, the Tigers, okay. they're they're at number three, right behind Oklahoma. I don't really Spencer Rattler going on a second year at Oklahoma. We'll I don't see. really know. He has potential. He can move around the pocket if he needs to. He can throw the ball on a laser if he has to. He wasn't horrible last year, but he was a stud in high school. He yeah. wasn't that bad last year. I just think he second needs another, year. Yeah, second year. He got a year under his belt. See what the talent's really like in the college world. And, of course, we all know number one, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Always and forever, Alabama will be out there. I still don't understand how Ryan Day led... Ohio State is five and not even top four. Kind of upsetting, but... Well, and then they posted their top five returning quarterbacks, and I don't even know who this is. Malik Willis from Liberty. I don't... When was the last time someone heard of Liberty? Never even heard of them. The only time I hear of Liberty is when I'm watching NASCAR and see William Byron going around (laughs) on the track. You're there, you see Liberty playing some just small school, like Boston College. That that feels like a game that happens yearly. I don't know if it actually does or not, but that just sounds like a perfect game. JT Daniels from Georgia. He wasn't bad last year, but coming in to fill in those shoes of Jake Fromm, uh, those are hard shoes to fill. I think once he gets a couple years under his belt, he'll be Yeah, I really like good. Like I said, it's Georgia. Yeah. Matt Corral from Old Miss. It's, yeah, I don't know. He's Matt Corral. He's not really that. He's not like big. He's built more of a wide receiver than a Is he quarterback. Really? Yeah. So I'll be honest. I have no idea who some of these guys are. I'm glad you know your information about them and giving me a little lesson about them. But I mean, from all my knowledge, from what we've gone over so far. These guys just their names aren't ringing the bell. Well, I know Matt Crowell from last year. They he he was running all over Kentucky last year. He was a scrambling quarterback, and they could not take him down. He was just he was elusive and just ran all over the place. But poor Kentucky Wildcats. Don't sleep on them this year, everyone. Don't sleep on them this year. And then number two, as we kind of introduced Easton to Sam Howell from North Carolina. Yeah, he's big, strong arm quarterback. He's got cannon. Alrighty. And then Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma. A lot of potential. We'll see if he can fill them shoes. We'll just have to wait and see. Alright, so next topic of business. Um, yeah, so Texas and Oklahoma have officially been invited to the SEC. Yeah, they, I couple, saw that. A couple weeks ago, they 
Where they told, coming from? The Big Twelve they told or the ACC? Big, they told the Big Twelve they didn't want to renew their contract after 2025, and asked the SEC, and the SEC invited them. So, and I saw that they could what be out of the Big Twelve by 2022, depending on lawyers and all that. Lawyer, stuff. lawyers could do some magical things to get them out there. If they if lawyers do get involved, I don't see them getting out until 2023 at least. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, Big Twelve. I mean, and this is this goes for all of college football, with all the divisions going on. What the hell is that? We got the fire trucks going through town right now. No, it's noon. The noon ah, time. okay, fair enough. But no, uh, the Big Twelve and all of the conferences in college football they need to step up their game. Big Twelve may not even exist here within the next yeah. ten years if. Just I'm not saying they don't have talent, but their talent is kind of lacking compared to the SEC, compared to even the ACC in some people's eyes. The Big Ten, the Big Ten even needs to grow. The Big Ten, I mean, they have Ohio State, they have Michigan, they have those rivalries, they have Wisconsin, but I they need some more big schools. Like if Notre Dame joined the Big Ten, that would be huge for the Big Ten. If they could get some other like bigger schools from around the area to come join, that'd be huge. And if Especially not to lose them to the SEC, the ACC. Can't well, be losing schools like that. We're going to have a conference that's not even existing in 10 years. The other day I saw that, I don't know how true it was, but that uh, Clemson and Florida State were thinking about reaching out to the SEC to join. I believe it. Clemson would actually be able to compete. I don't know about what Florida State you said. Yeah, Florida State. I don't know. I mean, what, they, when was the last time you heard of Florida State? Last time I heard about him was when Winston was at the helm of the team. Winston, wow. Which, by the way, I, I know we'll probably talk about this later, but NFL James Winston versus Taysom Hill for the quarterback battle? That's, I don't know, um, man. I don't know. Well, yeah. So we'll have to see how soon Texas and Oklahoma can get in yeah. if any other schools look to join, but we'll just have to wait and see. And then with the addition of Quinn Ewers to Ohio State. He's skipping his senior year of high school and enrolling early at Ohio State. With the addition of him, Ohio State's quarterback room becomes even more crowded. That would be four quarterbacks. I don't think, well, what would you say his name was? The kid that just committed to Ohio State, going to be playing there. Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers. I doubt he'll get like any reps or any real meaningful reps immediately. I understand why he's going, since especially since they made the rule saying college players can start yeah. making money off of their names and likeness and the stuff NIL, like that. The NIL deal. He if he would have for if he would have continued on to his senior high school, he would have lost out on millions of dollars. Yeah, free but, money basically. But, but now he can get all that money from. Yeah, and he can start his education center if he even really wanted to pay attention he'll, to that. He'll probably just use this year, this early year, to like get used to everything. Not really play. I don't see him playing this year. I mean, what, he's going. To, he's a junior going into his senior year, but he's skipping it. So what? He's probably sixteen, seventeen, something like that. He's going to be tiny. He's definitely not ready for any of those reps right now. He needs to. And if I was him, get your money, get your bag, hit the weight room, get big. Be ready for some Big Ten football, baby. Well, last we heard, C.J. Stroud was le- leading the charge for the quarterback battle at Ohio State, but I think they've all been spit, uh, splitting reps evenly, though. But I, I do think C.J. will be the guy leading the helm for Ohio State 
once the season actually opens up. Yeah. Going to be a tough fight between him, Jack Miller, and Kyle McCord. Yeah, also, from, from what I've seen, they've all been splitting reps evenly, though. So, Ryan, we'll see. I don't think anything has really changed from CJ being the guy for us. So, Also, another quarterback battle going on at the University of Kentucky. <coughs> you okay over there? Oh, yeah, I have to choke up some water. <coughs> also, another quarterback battle going on at the University of Kentucky. Well, so we had... Terry Wilson leave our starting quarterback from last year. He left. He transferred. He was like a utility tool, wasn't he? Kind of. I mean, they didn't really pass a lot, but so he left. And then last year got this transfer, Joey Gatewood from Auburn. Well, now it, everyone thought he was going to be a starter, but then Will Levi's transferred out of Penn State to Kentucky, and dude is massive. He is built. He can. Strong arm. He is strong arm as all get out. I saw videos of him throwing the ball. He can sling it. So the quarterback battle there is between him and Joey, and then uh, they have a they have a incoming freshman quarterback. His name's Bo Allen. They have him, and then Nick Scalzo out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. They're all competing. My bet would be Will Levi's. I want to see him be the starter because I think he could be the best under the new offensive coordinator and the new transfers coming in. And I want to see Kentucky start airing the ball out. I know they have athletes. I know they have athletes that can run downfield, catch the ball, be huge playmakers. And the way that college football is going now and the way the NFL is going right now, we're probably going to start seeing more playmakers at the running back and wide receiver position with how open and how strong arm quarterbacks are becoming the new it. The NFL is becoming a very pass-forward league. Yeah. And I don't know. They they have had a decent passing game in the past, but I think this year they can really air it out and have a good, effective attack with that. Yeah. And then, so, we're looking up articles to talk about. And I came across this article. 13-year-old... Bear, I don't know his last name, McWhorter, uh, he's a Georgia teen. Uh, he hangs up a billboard to get the attention of Arkansas's head coach. The billboard says, Coach Pittman, I want to be a hog. At, good good at, marketing. At 13. <laughs> at 13, though, I am, this man's thinking. I, I don't know. I, I definitely wasn't going this far out of my way as a 13-year-old. I that kudos for him. That's a drive to have for a good. That's I, yeah. And what else could you want from a thirteen-year-old? He wants to play some football for the Arkansas Hogs. Yeah, I don't. I I wouldn't do that at thirteen. But hey, he wants to get recruited as soon as possible. So I think he probably wants to probably start making some money off of his name and likeness too. I mean, look at Tate Martell. Tate Martell committed to the University of Washington when he was like in seventh grade. Yeah. So. I don't know, but don't know. who knows? We may not even hear about this kid again. We may, we may not. He may be the next college football star when he gets a little older. And we are officially less than a month away from the start of college football season. Ready to wake up on a Saturday morning and watch college game day. Yes, sir. Get back to that normal life of college game day and watching game with full crowds and everything like that. So I'm ready to see some Brutus. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay, and we're going to move on to the NFL now. But before that, we have one of our segments we're going to be doing on this show. 
is opening up packs of NFL football cards. And today's pack, well, you know, only last pack they <laughs> had. Literally, we went to two stores today. We went to Walmart looking for some packs. All sold out unless you wanted some hockey or I think some like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And then we go check out Walgreens thinking they might have some cards there. One pack left and it's a 40 pack. And we have the 40 card value pack from SCORE, the 2021 NFL trading cards. We got Mr. Patty Mahomes on the front of the package here. My man, Patty Mahomes from my Kansas State Chiefs. Excited for that season to start, but I think we're going to split the deck. Easton's going to open up half of them. I'll open up the other half. All right, here you go, sir. All righty, thank you, thank you. All right. First card in the deck, we got a Warren Sapp defensive tackle from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The first one I'm seeing here that I pulled is a three-card special it is Brian Erlacher, Lawrence Taylor, and Ray Lewis all on the same card. That's a pretty nice card over there. Nothing too special about it, though. We got Devin McCourty from the New England Patriots at the safety position. I got Josh Taylor for the Colts. Chad Johnson from the Bengals, wide receiver. Uh, I got a Game Face Vikings, John Randall. All right, we got C.D. Lamb from the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, I have a Josh Jacobs for the Raiders, a score team. All right, we got Chris Godwin from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, my God. I have a 2015 NCAA national champion, Derrick Henry. I don't know if this is a rookie or what, but it has both him running with the number two jersey with Alabama, and it has his Tennessee player jersey. Yeah. Got Travis Fulgham from the Eagles. I got a next level stat CD Lamb. Has a little bit of shine to it. Alright, I got Will Fuller V from the Houston Texans. Is he even on the Texans anymore? Uh, no, he got... Didn't he get in some trouble and got moved? I don't know. I could have swore. We'll look into that. Uh-oh. Rookie alert we have from the Razorbacks. I don't know how to say this guy's it. name. It's, it. it's a quarterback. His last name is Franks. Felipe Franks. <laughs> Felipe Franks. Rookie card. He played for Florida then transferred. All right. We got Chase Claypool from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, there we go. Uh, I have another rookie card here from the Crimson Tide. Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle now with the Miami Dolphins. Got Gardner Minshew from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Minshew Mania. Oh my god, I think I'm just going through all the rookie cards right now. I got Tyler Vaughns from the Trojans. Never heard of him. Never. I haven't either. I don't even know where he got drafted, honestly. Got defensive tackle Brent Urban from the Chicago Bears. I got another rookie. From the Crimson Tide again, Patrick Sertain II. Oh, yeah, he's with Denver now. All right, we got Anthony Ferkser, a tight end from Tennessee. I have a Duke football player. From he's, Duke? He's, yeah. I didn't yeah. know they had a football player. I didn't program. know they did either. Uh, it's a rookie card. Victor Demut. I, 
don't even want to say the name. Let me try. I don't even want to say the name. Yep. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, Victor. Nope. Sorry, Victor. Nope. All right, we got Mason Crosby from the. Hey, there we go. I know they made football cards of kickers. Uh, I got from the Mizzou Tigers. Is that Missouri? Missouri, yeah. Mizzou. We got uh, Nick Bolton rookie card. Huh. All right, we got the. This is this isn't right anymore. But we got the AJ Green Cincinnati Bengals card. He's with the Arizona Cardinals now. Uh, Alvin Kamara. With the Saints. Noah Fant, tight end from Denver. Uh, DK Metcalf, Seattle. We got CJ Marable from the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers rookie card. He is, what is he? Is he running back? Running back, wide receiver. Maybe just an athlete. Might be, I don't know. I got over here. Yeah, I he's, have, a, uh, he's running back, running or back. a receiver. We got uh, tight end Darren Waller from the Raiders. Might take him fantasy this year. Who knows? Oh, no. right, we got a score three three defensive players. We got from all from the Panthers. We got Luke Keekley, Thomas Davis Sr., and Kevin Green. There we go. Some throwback right there. Uh, I picked up a younger guy right here, uh, Cleveland Brown, tight end Harrison Bryant. We got score team of Derrick Henry. That's two D D Henrys in the pack. I have Ohio State alum. Joey Bosa, defensive end. Joey Bosa. And we have, from the Atlanta Falcons, Deion Sanders. Holy crap. Oh, my. That's a beautiful card right there. It has him with his little curls on his headband, too, on here, wearing the bright red jerseys with the Falcons. Yeah. I also got uh, I got Vince Williams, linebacker for the Steelers, and then I'm just going to finish it off. I got Micah Kaiser, linebacker for the Rams. All right, we got a Lamar Jackson. Overrated. Uh, we got a 2003 NCAA champion, Reggie Bush, and then him with the Saints. Give him his Heisman. Give this man his Heisman. All right, we Jeez. got next level stats. Jared Goff with the Los Angeles Rams, but, you know, he's with Detroit now. So, Give Reggie Bush his Heisman, please. That's all everybody wants. Give him his Heisman. We, You're allowing college players to get paid now, and you're still not letting this man have his Heisman back. Makes no sense. Listen, those are different times. I don't care. Give him his trophy. All right, well, that's going to do it for our – College Player. football and card section. Card section. All right. Well, we don't have really much in store for the NFL. It's just been a not a lot of news coming out lately. But except the news, the news we do have, though. Yeah. Except for a few big topics, you know, training camp began, and then what? What a way to begin training camp with a Giants brawl. Yeah, Daniel Jones being at the bottom of this pile. That's your franchise quarterback, or at least some people are saying that's the franchise quarterback. I don't know. He still. Has- Better than Dwayne Haskins. Uh, I don't know. I think I'd still take Dewey Haskins over Daniel Jones, but that's a debate for a different day. Anyway, having a young franchise quarter at the bottom of a fight at practice, their coach is pissed. He is not having it. He saw this happening. He's already hard on these guys. He's running them to death out there, yelling at them, screaming, screaming at them. I, I don't know. I, and it might just build character for the season. It might be it might be a new Giants team that we're gonna see this year. 
knows? Well, and then wouldn't be Carson Wentz without having an injury. He comes to the Colts. Training camp begins. First day of training camp? Or was it? And then, well, okay, so he didn't really get injured. It's just, it's been an ongoing injury. They said it could have stent back from high school. Back from high school. Yeah, but you would think, it, like, was he just dealing with it? He was just dealing with it. And I guess finally he just didn't want to deal with it anymore. But he's having surgery. On, actually, he had surgery yesterday on his foot to, uh, they basically removed a bone that had came dislodged from an injury he had. Oh, wow. They said far back as high school. But then the injury bug continued to plague the Colts when Quentin Nelson had the same exact surgery as Carson Wentz with his foot. Did he really? Same surgery? Same surgery. So right now, the only quarterbacks that the Colts have, we have Carson Wentz, who is now hurt, Sam Ellinger, Ellinger, and then Jacob Eason. Eason. That they're, I'm. I think they're projecting Eason to be. Yeah, and their in their depth chart, they have Jacob Eason as the backup to Carson Wentz. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Five to twelve weeks, and the Colts have one of the toughest starts to the NFL this year with their schedule. They play. Who they they play the they play the Seahawks. I feel like Hold they on. play the Titans. I got you. I got you. We got. You want preseason or no? No. Uh, we got Seahawks week one, Rams week two, Titans week three. Then they get a slight little break with the Dolphins, and then they get Ravens, Texans, 49ers, and then back with the Titans again. Dude, I don't know. Dolphins? Don't sleep on the Dolphins, man. Hey, listen. Towards the end, though, they get Jets, Jags, uh, Patriots, which they probably won't be great. I'm just going to be honest. I don't know. Colts may be having a 500 season at best. But in other news, Phillip Rivers says that he might come back. He hasn't ruled out returning to the NFL Yeah, he hints at a comeback after the news that Carson Wentz goes out. But I'm also reading these death charts for the Colts. Looks like they have Brett Hudley in the death chart too. He's been a backup for Aaron Rodgers. I... The playing time that he did get in Green Bay wasn't great, but it also wasn't a system for him to fit in. I don't even know what kind of system the Colts will have now, now that they have a whole new quarterback. Yeah. I mean, it will. We'll see. Phillip Rivers told reporters that he's not quite there yet. He said he's getting back to it. He said he wouldn't have made way in last week if he, last week if he were to port then. But then he said... Uh, he is getting back into it, lifting and running, and occasionally throwing the ball around here and there. What, throwing him to, what, one of the seven kids that he has? How many kids does Philip Rivers have? He has enough for a whole starting offense. <laughs> Who knows? But, there, I don't know, there was controversy because they were saying that maybe the Colts could go out and trade for, like, Nick Foles from the Bears to come in and back up Carson Wentz again. Hold on, hold up, hold up. If I'm reading this right, Philip Rivers has nine kids and counting. They refuse to put a number on how many kids they will have in an article that came out. Him and his wife, that's enough for a whole offense. Yeah. Or defense. Like I, defense. I don't know, man. Philip Rivers is a wild man. 
But how how would you feel if you're a Carson Wentz and there were rumors about the Colts trading to get Nick Foles to come in to replace you again? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He did it once. He could do it twice. Did I? Mean, Nick Foles even came in one one Philly a championship. Yeah. Cool. I mean, maybe it's just destiny for Nick Foles to just follow around Carson Wentz. So whenever Carson Wentz just so happens to get hurt, he comes and saves the day. But Nick Foles is up there battling it out with uh, Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. And yeah, that's a that's a weird quarterback room they have right there. You got Nick Foles as a championship winner, Super Bowl winner. Got Justin Fields, a rookie who wasn't terrible, was a possible top three selection in the draft, but fell. Yeah. Uh, and then you got Andy Dalton. Who Andy when? Dalton had a good run in Cincinnati. I mean, it's Cincinnati though. It's rough. I mean, the weather's rough. I mean, I guess they're I, they have an outside practice field. They don't even have an indoor practice facility in Cincinnati. No. I mean, things things are rough there. And then he didn't really have much help. I mean, he had what AJ Green never really had an offensive line or running back. So I. Mean, I don't know. I'm not counting out Andy Dawn. I thought he was going to be able to do well with the Cowboys last year. Didn't do too bad. He got knocked out. Got that really bad concussion at one point. I don't know. I feel like there's still life for Andy Dalton, though. I actually thought Nick Foles was out of Chicago when Andy Dalton signed with him, but apparently he's still there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They, you got... I feel like Andy Dalton could still be a starter somewhere. Nick Foles just needs to be a backup. And then with... Fields, I, I like Fields a lot. He did great things with Ohio State, throwing passes on a dot, running when he had to. Just the perfect Ohio State quarterback. You've looked at what we've had in the past. And we've had uh, uh, Haskins. We've had Braxton Miller, who ended up switching to wide receiver because he blew out his shoulder. We've had, oh, who is the one who's recent? Around Haskins' time. You guys did have Joe Burrow, but he transferred to LSU. Yeah. Every now and then he would come in in like the fourth quarter, but I he was getting those bum minutes. So I'm, good for him, though. I like Joe Burrow. Good guy. Uh, I'm still stuck on this Buckeyes quarterback. Well, all right. Well, so let's move on to – we can come back to that, but let's move on to – this year's it was JT Barrett. My bad. JT Barrett. All right, now we're good. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Right. So this year's rookie quarterback class. You know, let's pick each other's brains on that. Get our opinions. I, I for one, if I was the Jets, I know there was a lot of hype with Zach Wilson coming out of BYU, but if I was the Jets, I would have, I would have picked Justin Fields over Zach Wilson. I would have too. Trey Lance. I like he did. He is a good quarterback. He's he did, battling it out with Garoppolo now, isn't he? He is, but he did. He did really good with North Dakota State. He won him a couple of national championships up there. But I feel like he'll be kind of like the Josh Allen type, if anything. I mean, who's what? I mean, you say he went to what school, in Nebraska? Uh, North Dakota State. North Dakota State. Yeah, I mean, that's a it's kind of chillier there. You have to deal with the climates. Have to deal with pride. Tough, like probably not tough, tough defense depending on who they're playing. And well, North Dakota State's Division One, but they're not like in the same. Yeah, as like Alabama and them, they're in a different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so like the competition probably wasn't the greatest, but I, 
he balled out. So, I, and there is a future. They he also fits that build of the 49ers oh, offense. Yeah. They like to run RPOs and a bunch of stuff like that. He's they just pretty good with that. The thing with Jimmy G, he was a good system quarterback. And honestly, if he makes that pass in the Super Bowl, a while or was it Super Bowl or was it championship? One. Uh, when he just sailed the ball over someone's head and he got picked off. Yeah, yeah, that was in the that was in Super Bowl Fifty Four against the Chiefs. Yep, 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 yep. Just sit so close, close game. Could have won it with that touchdown. Could have. I that game's a different game. He makes that pass, sails it directly over his head, interception. I and if he completes that pass, we're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, the Super Bowl champion, system quarterback. With the 49ers. But That's he, what he, he is, though. He can't lay off the injury juice. <sighs> the injuries, the inaccurate arm and bad moments. I mean, I'm not saying he's inaccurate by any means. Just in big moments when you need him to come through, he he very rarely comes through. Well, like, And then also with their wide receiver core. Their wide receiver core has been hurt bad recently. Like last year, their injuries were bad. Well, so like, okay... Taking a turn down to Jacksonville, Trevor okay. Trevor Lawrence, he's probably going to be the starting quarterback, guaranteed. But you know, Gardner Minshew is still not ruling out. He's, tight leash. He's very he, tight. Leash. Gardner Minshew is still trying to fight, but you know, I I applaud that. You know, he's know. not willing to sit back. He's still trying to fight for a starting position. They got Urban Meyer in there as their head coach. He did great things with Ohio State. If I've learned anything from Urban Meyer, he is a second half coach. He makes great little little game time decisions at halftime that can really determine how a game goes. Yeah. So Zach Wilson, who knows how he's going to do with the Jets? I mean, he's not a bad quarterback. It's just I, I for one believe that Justin Fields should have been taken over him. But Justin Fields should have been a top five pick. But yeah. I like the deal with okay. So the deal with Trevor Lawrence, he's gonna start because they need a starter. Same with Zach yeah. Wilson, they both need a starter. But with the Bears and the 49ers, I think I believe that Fields needs the city year. Yes, I believe that both Trey Lance and Justin Fields should sit and develop behind either either Nick Foles or Andy Dalton, whatever the Bears choose. I mean, those are still two yeah. great quarterbacks yeah. to just pick their brains from. Sit, sit and develop. Maybe come in if they're getting blown out or if they're up by a bunch. Or injuries. Yeah. Just, just wait for your time. Don't don't name them week one starters because then they get under that pressure and they they get thrown away if they do bad. Exactly. But, like, let Garoppolo take over for, like, a year or two. Let that ride out. Let Trey Lance sit and develop. And then same thing with Justin Fields under Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. Exactly. Let that ride out for a year or two. It's not going to be pretty at first, but you've got to let him sit and develop. San Francisco has a good squad. I mean, they were in Super Bowl 54, what, two years and, ago? Yes, and they could have possibly been back there last year if they weren't all injured. I know. Their whole wide receiver core got hurt. I think they had a running back or two hurt. I forget their names. Raheem Mostert. Yeah, Mostert. They had uh, – Oh, I forget his name. I had him on fantasy football last year. Brandon Ayuk. Yep, Ayuk. Uh, he was hurt for most of the year on and off. I don't know. They they have a squad. I'm looking forward to my Cleveland Browns this year. They got Odell back. They got Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. They got, I mean, just weapons galore right now. 
Right, offensive line is slowly revamped. We got Clowney on defense. Now we're going to have Clowney on one end, and we're going to have Miles Garrett on the other end. Tell me that's not a scary defensive line with Denzel Ward in the backfield picking off everyone. I mean, the secondary. I mean, yeah, secondary. Whatever. But still, I am. Davion Clowney. What? What? What do you have bad against Clowney? He is an animal. I all I gotta say, if I'm quarterback with those two edge rushers on me, I am terrified. Well, I'm watching my head for Miles Garrett. Hey now, hey now. All right, he well, said something first. He had to. <laughs> he had to. Well, tomorrow we officially, I guess, officially kick off the NFL season with the Hall of Fame game tomorrow at I think like eight o'clock in Canton, Ohio. Canton, Ohio. Pitt versus Dallas. It's just an exhibition game. Basically, like a preseason game for him. So, who knows? Maybe, maybe it'll help both teams out because there's only three preseason games this year. I, agree. So I forgot about that because what they extended the NFL season one more week. They did. Yeah, 17 game season now. We'll see how that works. See how it works out for everyone. Knock some rust off for everyone real quick. We got Calvin Johnson Jr. finally making it to the Hall of Fame. Young legend himself, retired early. Problems with management up in Detroit. Also, wasn't winning anything. His I saw in an interview that he did with Pat McAfee the other day. Uh, he said his ankles and knees just really weren't feeling it anymore. He wasn't feeling as explosive there in those later years. But he said that if like Detroit would have been in a situation where they're winning Super Bowls or they were trying to get rid of his rights so he could go play somewhere else, he definitely would have done it. He would have gone for it. A ring, he would have gone ring chasing maybe, but that's just not the person he is. He was like, you know what, things just aren't working out. I'm just retire, save my body, save my mind, and he's been living a pretty successful, happy life recently. Okay, I think that is gonna do it for this episode of In the Trenches. Be sure to join us next time. We don't really know when our next episode is gonna be, but when it is, be sure to join us and. Make sure to like and subscribe. Yeah, heck yeah. We'll see everyone on the next episode. Thank you. See ya.